The following opinions expressed within the content are solely the speakers and do not reflect the opinions and beliefs of Child Free Media Limited or its affiliates. Hi, I'm Lenora Faye. I can't hear Cody. <laughs> I'm Cody Hetzel. <laughs> Welcome to Caring for Aging Parents or Dependent Family Members. And I'll just dive in with our sponsors since that's coming up next. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you to our amazing sponsors, our presenting sponsor, Child Free Media, our champion level sponsor, Child Free Wealth, our other sponsors, 365 Diversity, Best Child Free Life Possible on Facebook, Buy Child Free, Buy Child Free for awesome merchandise, Child Free Family, Child Free Journals, StopHavingKids.org, Stream uh, sorry, StreamYard, and the books The Age of the Child by Kristen Tetsy and Wild Egg by Jennifer Flint. And our disclaimer, the opinions expressed within the content are solely the speakers and do not reflect the opinions and beliefs of the event or its affiliates. All right, let's pull our speakers up. Dr. Angela, Daphne, and Dr. Ramiko. Hello. 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 Hello, hello. hello everyone. Hello. hello. Hi. All right. So I'll take over, Cody. Yeah. Yeah. Go with it. <laughs> All right. So tell us about yourself and uh, if you are caring for an aging parent or family member, just a brief overview of your current experience. We'll start with Angela. Or are we doing doctor? Because on last panels, we were doing doctors. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Angela, go ahead. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Angela L. Harris, the visionary and founder of No Bibs, Burps, Bottles. Um, and I am I'm excited to be here with you guys today. No Bibs, Burps, Bottles, um, we are an online community and brand that celebrates, empowers, and focuses on child-free African-American Black women, um, child-free by choice, child-free by circumstance, you define you is our mantra, in addition to womanhood is not synonymous with motherhood. And um, I actually am um, not a full-time caregiver, um, but I actually moved from Ohio to North Carolina, not only for a job, but was intentional on moving here to help my mom care for my grandmother. She was the full-time caregiver to my grandmother and wanted to help relieve her at times. And now I'm also, my mom is showing some signs um, of decline and she is actually in the hospital right now. So I'm actually with my parents now and uh, we'll be caring for my mom um, once we figure out what else is going on. So, and pleasure to be here. And Dr. Romico, go ahead. Hello, my name is Dr. Romico Thomas and I'm a licensed counseling psychologist. And I'm also a faculty member um, for psychology um, for the Chicago School of Professional Psychology. I am also child-free, I'm child-free by choice. And I also relocated back. I was living in New York um, for a while for my postdoc and everything, but I came back to St. Louis and I actually lived further from my parents in St. Louis, but I moved like 10 minutes away so I could help take care of them. My father is showing um, decline when it comes to dementia. And so I'm helping with that and with my mother. And I'm also an only child. And so it's a lot to balance. And so again, being child free by choice, I'm also partnered. And so my partner helps a lot as well. And so I'm just really happy to be here. Thank you. And Daphne, go ahead. Hi, everyone. So I'm uh, same with Dr. Michael and Dr. Angela. I'm very happy to be here. Uh, it's my first time to join Child Free Convention. 
Um, hopefully more to come. <laughs> happy to and, have you. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. So yeah, I'm 24. I'm an executive assistant. That's what that's what I do. That's my work. And at the same time, I'm a law student. So I am the eldest among five siblings. So I'm uh, I'm 24. So the next is 21, and the next will be 20 this August. Then we have our babies. We still call them babies. Our 11 and six year old. So um, me being an eldest, I've uh, me being an eldest. I think as early as five years old, I've started taking care, looking after my parents. When I mean not my parents, but my siblings. Um, yeah, five years old because they were um four. I no, they were two and one year old when I was around five year old. So since my parents were uh away working, uh, I already had an innate. <laughs> Thing going on in me that okay you are the eldest you have to take care of your siblings so there that's, that's, that's the first uh i think story that i'll share for now <laughs> yeah it's a we have a, a great mix in the panel I, i'll pat myself on the back um but we have folks that are taking care of aging parents and uh daphne who's taking care of of siblings younger siblings and so the there really is you know a a, a gamut of options where people look at maybe a child-free person as they're expected to carry that mantle of care or to pitch in a little bit more than other family members. How do you guys perceive that? Uh, Dr. Angela Harris, we'll start with you and work our way around. Yeah. I mean, I think it definitely um, can be cultural as well as just within the family context. So I know within different cultures and just in the expectation of my family is that we take care of each other. Um, and my grandfather who passed away, um, you know, really instilled that my dad is one of 15. Um, my mom is one of four. And so family in regards to the African-American family and my family, we take care of each other. I had an aunt who is the caretaker to uh, three of her siblings. Um, but I think in regards to my parents, my parents made sure that my sister, sister and I are really close. And my sister just left actually to go back to New York with her husband. But we were all here this week as we are dealing with this family crisis with my mom. And my sister and I just kind of jumped right on in because I saw my mom do the same for her mother. And now I'm making sure that my mom is cared for before I go back home. So I definitely think it could be culturally um, or it could just be within the family context. But we also know there are some families that uh, may not have that same ideology. <laughs> Dr. Romico. I definitely agree with Dr. Harris when it comes to that because the cultural component as well and gender with that. So with me being an only child and a woman, I have cousin male um, cousins that don't feel like they have that same obligation with their family or may not feel that as much as I felt. And my family also has been very collectivistic. And so everyone, you know, the children are almost expected to help out with with the aging parents and we want to as well. And just like Dr. Harris was saying, I've also seen my family 
go back. My mother would help out with my grandmother and my grandmother at the time was three hours away. And my mother every weekend would go up there and help out with her. I'd be right there with her. Same thing with my grandfather. And so I think culturally there's that expectation when it comes to helping out. And also I can't imagine not doing that because all that my parents had done for me, it was like a no brainer. But that's something that I think gender within my family was another component that the women were expected to help out or expected to be able to balance work and life and taking care of aging parents and family. Yeah, and Daphne. Okay, so as for me, um, being the eldest and the, um, among the siblings, I'm the one who's uh, working at the moment. And well, my parents are still working. So mostly they do the, I mean, in terms of financial, um, they would do the, uh, their part or they would uh, give more on in terms of paying the bills and all that but um as for me since i'm working of course um actually yeah actually i agree with dr angela and dr michael on the cultural thing especially here in the philippines um you know it's like the children are expected to give back to the parents as well but sometimes i'm not sure i, I it's a bit uncom uncomfortable as well. I mean, the idea of, I mean, I'm, I don't, I'm not sure, but like sometimes it, it, it's a bit uncomfortable. Like if, if we're going on that thing, like the, the culture or like, you know, if there's, um, there's, uh, um, what do you call that? There's like, yeah, the expectation that, that the children must give and all that. But I, I mean, I'm still, I still have to um, look on that aspect but it for me it's a bit uncomfortable i mean maybe not for myself but like for other people as well but for me i mean i'm okay with uh with pitching in and all that and of course taking care of my other siblings especially if i'm on this plane um yeah. having a child-free lifestyle uh, i mean going through the child-free lifestyle uh, i mean given the fact that i, I mean assuming that uh, for me, I, I would have more time and uh, to, 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 to give um, my time for my family, then yeah, why not? Yeah, so we, you, everyone's kind of mentioned like the cultural expectations and, and Daphne, just kind of looking a little bit deeper into what you're talking about in the Philippines and, and what's expected. So for you, you're expected, of course, to you know, pitch in, help, to help you know, take care of your siblings, but uh, on the longer run, as the eldest, are you also kind of on the hierarchy of taking care of the parents or being the first line of defense for the parents as well? Just kind of a question. Um, um, I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think, I think. But like for me, right? I mean, right now, my parents are a bit, are still young. <laughs> I mean, my mom, when they got, they had me, they, my mom was 20 and my dad was 28. And right now they're, yeah, they're still strong and they're still able to, to do their work so um right uh, we haven't talked about it yet actually but <laughs> why I, I will try to mention that as well because um you know but yeah i mean that's that's no biggie for me if i'm the first in line to um to, to do that for my parents yeah. so people that look at child free folks and they say well what you know why are you child free it's like 
it, it's almost the only time you get a break in your life. If you, if you were going to have kids, it's like you're raising your siblings and then you're going to have kids and raise them too. And then you have like maybe a year for yourself and you got to take care of the parents. So uh, just an interesting thought process going in my head right now. So, well, I mean, then they go, well, that's selfish. If you're not, you know, it's selfish to take time for yourself. So you should just ignore yourself and look after everybody else. Put so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so along that line, what does caring for dependent family members or aging parents, what does that mean for your life planning? Now, uh, Angela and Michael, you both have talked about, you know, moving closer to family. Um, and Daphne, you're, you know, you're, you're the youngest one of, of all of us here. So, um, you know, again, when you think about your future and, you know, Angela and Michael, same thing, when you, how does that affect knowing that you have this role? So Angela, go ahead. Yeah. So for me, honestly, personally, um, it brings me joy to care for my parents. Um, it also is very scary. Um, we were talking, you know, prior to getting on here, I was telling uh, Romeiko and um, Daphne, you know, we were here for a family vacation, which kind of turned for the worse. So we were here all together as a family. And then my mom had this family emergency on Tuesday. And I was telling them, I'm glad that I actually don't have to rush home and take care of a partner. Um, well, I wish I had a partner, but um, I'm, I'm glad I don't have to rush home and take care of kids and make sure that they're eating and making sure that they got to go to school. I don't have to worry about any of that. All my attention can go to making sure that my mom is comfortable, making sure that I my, my dad is being fed, making sure that I'm there to support them and talking to the doctors. I wouldn't know it would be much harder for me knowing my DNA if I had to support my parents now and worry about kids at home. So when I think about my future being child-free by choice, I'm actually very glad that I'm in a position right now where I've talked to my supervisor, I have the green light to stay here, work from home, and put all my focus and attention on my mom. Michael? You know, and for me, um, just kind of piggybacking what Angela said, it's also a couple of different things. So on the one hand, when it comes to being child-free by choice, I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, I, I just don't, I wouldn't have the emotional reserve left. I wouldn't have anything left to give anyone else, to be honest with you. And because taking care of family, it can be so emotionally taxing. The burnout can be really hard. And then also the work-life balance, I'm still trying to figure that out. And then also it's another factor of frustration and a lot of anxiety for me in particular being an only child. Mm -hmm. And so everything I don't really have, I don't have siblings to rely on or to even talk to about my concerns when it comes to my parents. It's just solely myself. And I also take care of my godmother as well. So there's another, and she's she's able-bodied and, and healthy for, for now and everything. But so there's another component to it that I'm, and also being a psychologist, I watch out for cognitive decline or memory, or there's certain things that I look for. And so I have to really make sure I really utilize self-care and really am thankful that I am child-free because I wouldn't have anything to give when I come home, I'm exhausted. I am partnered and he knows that and understands that. So this is a time I'm actually very thankful that I am child free because I've got these other dynamics that are going on. Thank you. And Daphne? 
I like the fact that Dr. Michael mentioned or acknowledged that there's what we call burnout. I mean, when you have family, when you take care of the family and and work and life balance, which I think we all experience, I mean, in our circumstances. And, but as, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I really, I mean, I so I was so happy that I got to hear that because I feel normal. Like, oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> also experiencing it. Thank God. <laughs> Not only me, that, you know, sometimes I also feel bad for me, for myself, because I, sometimes I don't get to have that me time and um, other stuff that I want to do, you know, alone and, you know, just the, my hobbies, of course. I mean, example and all that. But yeah, um, well, lucky for me, my parents, well, as of the moment, since I'm still. Um, until, uh, what do you call that? Um, so studying law and trying to figure out, well, I kind of know what I wanted in life. Or hopefully that, that happens. <laughs> I mean, it will happen soon. Um, my parents, when I, my, when I share to my parents my dreams or my aspirations in the future, they're very supportive, even if it, um, means that I'll be away from them. And yeah, so. Right now, um, that that that's what that's what uh, my plan. Like, um, there's a, there's a time in the future that I might be away from them because they know that it's my um my ultimate goal to to be away from. I not not to be away from them, but like to to reach my goal, which is being part of the foreign affairs and of our country. So I want to be an ambassador in the future, right? Why not? So, um, you know that entails traveling and all that but of course when um i told myself once i reach that dream um I'll, I'll of course i'll go back to where it came from which is here my home with my family and just to clarify there's no pressure to have your life figured out we're all of different ages yeah. here and i'm gonna i'll, I'll go on a limb and speak for the audience i don't know how many of us have our lives figured out it changes so much so you know what i'll, I'll just don't no pressure Work in progress. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. I, I don't mean to speak for everybody, but you know, it's it's. Uh, you get to a certain age where you realize, oh wait, none of us have this figured out. <laughs> I wanted to mention yeah. one one thing with everything um, with what Dr. Ramichael said about you know having um you know her partner and taking care of her godmom. You know, being in the hospital this week, there was an elder um across the room from my, from my mom and it's funny how your mind can like play tricks on you and mm -hmm. um you know she was there by herself she had to probably be my grand i mean definitely in her 80s or 90s and she was in a lot of pain and screaming doctors and i i started to feel so bad because i'm like where's her family like mm -hmm. where's you know and maybe she has family and maybe they were in route but like for a quick second as i'm caring for my mom and talking to the doctors it as a child-free person it really makes me think like not no regret so let's be clear on that but it makes me realize like i have to have things in order like i've had the conversation with my goddaughter about possibly being power of attorney um you know i i have to have my affairs in order so that when if i'm blessed to live long if there are any challenges with me someone knows what i want how i want it and and i think as child-free people we have to have our affairs in order so that we're not being taken advantage of. But um, watching that woman struggle a little bit and knowing that I'm here with my mom, caring for my mom, and just wondering where her family um, was. So 
yeah. just something I wanted to share. But a little bit of a segue. Yeah, I, I was typing up a question and it, just to play devil's advocate a little bit, almost exactly what you just said, as far as, you know, if someone is saying, well, you know, this is what y'all are all talking about is the perfect example of why you should be having children. Like, you know, is, is it fair that you're going to basically like wheeze off of your relative's kids to take care of you in the future? Like how, how would you respond to someone that would maybe come at, at us with that angle? Can I say something about yeah. that? I, you know, I'm so glad you mentioned that because a lot of my closest, you know, friends have children and they're always like, people assume that because we have children, they're going to take care of us. And I cannot tell you how many times I've been in nursing geriatric communities where the people have children, but it doesn't mean that they may be able to take care or willing to. And so for me, just like Angela and Daphne were saying, I really have been proactive in really, you know, recognizing and expanding my what constitutes family. So for me, it's a golden girl situation. I've got four really close girlfriends that were like, hey, when we come of age, because they know their children. And they were like, you know, there's not there's an assumption that they'll take care of us. And I don't think that they will. And so we've been really talking to each other. And we have a community of talking about power of attorney and talking about these things. These are women I've known for years since I was 13 myself. And so really recognizing or expanding what the definition of family means or collectivism means, I think is really important to that point. So that's what I was just thinking. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Anybody else on that, that question? Feel free to dive into it. Again, it just makes me think. And again, you know, I, I believe this happens in real life. Uh, I was watching Judge Judy, who I love show, and it was a, a elderly woman and her daughter in court. And the mom wanted to ensure that she wouldn't be thrown out of this trailer that she left mm -hmm. with the daughter. And the daughter's just like, you know, I'm not going to sign anything. It's my trailer. And Judge Judy was floored. And you know how she can get. And she was just like, so you're not prepared to sign something that guarantees that your elderly mother can stay in this as long as she lives. And the daughter was just like, no, you know? And so again, with um, Dr. Michael and what she said, having children does not guarantee a, a lifetime of bliss knowing that your kids are gonna take care of you. There are kids who won't even go to the grocery store for their parents, but I'm not gonna be one of them. My mom and my parents are gonna have my full support. And again, I'm thankful to be in a position because like Daphne and Michael said, it's like the burnout is real. And I couldn't imagine trying to pour into my mom during this time while also trying to get kids ready for school and homework. So, um, and, and I'm glad that I have a sister. We have, I have a 21 year old nephew. Um, so she doesn't have little kids, but you know, we're, my sister and I are working together and it's about that extended family. I also have a golden girl situation with my best friend, but kids does not guarantee, um, that they will care for you until you leave this earth. You ladies all have the golden girl scenario. What about the guys? Like, are we is it, you know, like the silver fox club? Like, what's gonna what's going on? Actually, go for it, Cody. Talk about it. I don't know if men yeah. talk about men this. Don't, we don't talk about anything. <laughs> Look, can I can I say something? I am not on the golden girl train. I am an introvert 
I'm a bit of a recluse. I know my personality tells you otherwise, but I will come visit all the Golden Girls or or whatever, Silver, whatever you just said. You know. But there are some of us that don't want to be surrounded by people all of the time. But I, So I'm just saying that in defense because I know there are people watching who are like me, introverted, and that sounds like, oh, do we have to do that? <laughs> I mean, it's, again, it's not that we don't, we don't need people around us, but, you know, there's personal space is, is um, also a blessing. Let <laughs> I me mean, put it that way. So that kind of segues to self-care. I, I'm not sure if we have a question in the audience, but until then, because um, both, you know, you, you guys have mentioned self-care, but what do you do in your, in your current care situation? How do you take moments for yourself? Um, what advice would you say to someone that's maybe feeling overwhelmed by the extra responsibility? Yeah, sure. uh, Angela, we'll start with you. Caregiver burnout um, real. I have practiced that this week. Um, I've had my moments of breakdown. Um, we're trying to figure out um, some next steps for my mom. Um, leaning in on my friend situation, having my quiet time. Um, so I'm in my parents' nice, beautiful home now. I'll finish this and just kind of meditate and reflect. Um, I've had I have the support of my best friend, but honestly, I've been just able to sit with my emotions. And I think self care is going to be individualized. Some people need to go work out and get a run in. Some people just need to sit in the corner and cry. Um, I have my 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 book of affirmations. So I think as long as each person can tap into what works for them, I would encourage that because. Um, I've watched my mom even burn out when she was taking care of my grandmother, hence why I was able to drive the three hours and relieve my mom and then help take care of my grandmother. So you have to have a tribe of sorts, um, as well as your individualized plan, working out, cry, run, prayer, eating healthy, and just the basics. Self-care also is the basics, like drinking water, making sure I get some sleep, because if I'm depleted, I can't care for my mom. So that would be my counsel. Thank you. Uh, um, sorry, where am I go? For me, just piggybacking again off Dr. Angela. Um, for me, self-care has meant setting boundaries. And I and, and really checking in on my reserve, you know, when really being honest with myself when my cup is empty. And as Dr. Angela was saying, I do have a tribe and my my parents have a close family or close family and friends that have been very helpful. And I've been able to lean on my friends who also are going through their parents' aging and trying to figure out life and they have children. And so, you know, trying to figure out balance. So for me, it's been setting boundaries. It's been checking in with myself. I'm a big, big, big music lover. And so I love walks. I, I am an exerciser. I love things like that active so that I can take my mind off things and being able, and just like Dr. Angela was saying, it's individualized. Some days I do want to go, you know, for whether it's exercise or what have you. And some days I just want to meditate or I just want to be mindful and kind of have some grounding exercises and just take a walk in nature. And I love animals. And so even though I don't have children, I do have a fur baby. And so getting in a cuddle with my cat or playing with somebody else's dog. So for me, that's kind of how I've been integrating self-care is really setting those boundaries and being honest with myself when my cup is too empty. Thank you. I'm like, I just ran out of water. Like, <laughs> I need to quickly go downstairs get before the water at the next panel. I just, oh, um, keep your cup full, people. Uh, Daphne, go ahead. Because for me, um, yeah, same thing with Dr. Angela and Dr. Michael. 
what I do, um, I write. I like writing my emotions. I, I love acknowledging what I feel. And I do that um, through writing and breathing. It's very important that, um, that, you, that I breathe, I exercise, and I also love driving. Because uh, driving reminds me that I am in control, at least in driving, right? So, and as much as possible, I make sure that my mind and my body are in the same time zone and that I should live in every moment of my life. That's amazing. You know what? You just gave me an epiphany. Driving is my favorite thing to do. Never thought about it because that like road trips, totally my jam. I'm not a super passionate traveler, but I will road trip all day long. But you just said that it's being in control. Sorry, this doesn't do with anything, but that you, you, thank you. (laughs) I wonder why I I love it. It, yeah you're right just that that control aspect i never never thought about that before that's amazing but really all everything that you you know you three have shared it, it's, it's something us moderators could actually should take to heart right now <laughs> breathing and we love your road trips <laughs> lenora we love your road trips and your um account of everything on yeah, i i have three before. trips planned two planes wow. but one of them is a, is a two-week road trip so that'll be happening mm-hmm. in september so like, stay posted um but no it, it's again you know, coming to the the um, assumption that child-free people are uncaring, that we have nothing to offer. Mm-hmm. You know, you three, your examples, what you've shared is just, just throw, you know, throws that right out the window because you are providing, you know, um, a great service to your family. And, you know, that's not everybody's situation. But again, it just speaks to how, you know, self-care is important, but you can also, there's ways we can contribute. Even if we're not caring for family members, you know, we can, there are all ways for us to, um, to show that we care. And it doesn't mean actually caregiving, because I'm not a caregiver myself. I Mm. I really am not. Like, I I won't make sure, I will make sure that, you know, no one's on the side of the road, but that's not my calling. But I have other ways where I can, you know, be of service. And so, it's it's really nice to hear experiences from people who are proving that again, child-free people we do care. We have things to offer. We have, um, you know, we have our lives, but we can also contribute. And, and I think that's a really powerful message and a good reminder that you know we we do contribute above anything else. We do contribute to the planet, yeah. the world. So okay. In, in closing, <laughs> is there anything that you would like to uh, promote? Let folks know about how they might be able to reach you after the convention. We'll start with Dr. Harris. Yes, and so um, well wishes to everyone on the panel, and thank you for listening. Please send well wishes um, about my mom and your thoughts and prayers. Um, you can find me at No Bibs Burps Bottles on Instagram. You can also follow um, us on our website, No Bibs Burps Bottles.com, or on Twitter. If you just follow us on Instagram, you will know um, everything that's happening. And uh, God is willing, we are gearing up for our last speaker series, which will be on August 18th, where we will feature. Um, child-free African-American men. So stay tuned for that. And you can look out on No Bibs Burps Bottles on Instagram. Thank you. All right, Dr. Thomas. And I just want to first thank everybody on the panel and for having this. And this is such an important discussion. And it's really good that we have this out here. And I also want to wish well wishes when it comes to Dr. Harris and her family, her mom. And you can follow me. Um, My name is Dr. Michael Thomas. I'm an Instagram uh, flower. 2977 is my IG account, and I just want to thank everyone. All right, and Daphne. 
Uh, first of all, thank you so much, Laura, Cody, Dr. Angela, and Dr. Michael. It was such a great panel. Um, I don't have Instagram. I don't have Twitter. You can add me on Facebook. It's still Daffy Fermero. I think one of our speakers already added me <laughs> on <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> yeah. And uh, But I also have a blog spot. You can subscribe to my blog. It's yours truly, daffy.wordpress.com. Thank you very much. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. And so with that, we're going to move on to the next uh, panel. And it will take a little bit longer. It's a large panel, so it's going to take a little bit longer. To do. So if anyone wants to stretch your legs watching. Uh, My stomach is rumbling so loud. It may have made this recording. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go get something to eat, and we'll be right back. Okay. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> thank you, everyone. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode presented by Child Free Media Limited. To stay current with child-free content like this, please visit childfreemedia.com and subscribe to the newsletter.